Because it's typically the case that when we come to the end of a new year, what happens in our lives is we um, look back over what was this past year, and we also look forward to what could be. You know, in the Bible, God tells them to forget and, and to remember. <clears throat> and what he would ask them to forget would be the things that didn't happen or was bad. He'd ask them to remember the things that were good that he had done for them. Remember when you come into your goodly houses, when you come into your goodly houses, remember the Lord your God, for it is he. And so it's at that end of the year, we take a time and we reflect on what we think about all the things that we want to change about ourselves. And um, by this time, you know, most of the people that are in our country have decided what they want to change about themselves in their lives in the new year. We call those New Year resolutions. And what's interesting about that is that I made a decision to go to the uh, internet and search what was the number one resolution. And it was to eat healthy and exercise regularly. How many of you know that that's a code word for lose weight? So in January, this is essentially what happens. Gyms, all, gyms offer promotions uh, to those who want to act on that resolution. And, and some start going to the gym. But there was a report of Time Magazine that said 60% of the people that sign up never use that membership. And by the middle of February, attendance returns back to what was normal. And so there was a resolve, but there was not a follow-through. There was a beginning, but there was not a continuation. And um, as I think about that, I want to look particularly as we move into 2019, uh, I was thinking about at the beginning of football seasons or uh, baseball or basketball season, they call it different things, but many times their focus is to come together and to focus on what they call training camp, training camp and um, this is the time where they focus on the basics of the game. They focus on the fundamentals. And Vince Lombardi was an amazing football coach. Uh, he was the football coach of the Green Bay Packers. And Vince Lombardi would, uh, would do something really, really different than uh, most coaches. Um, he really hated to lose. And uh, one day that um, they lost to a weaker team. And so not only did he hate to lose, but he was really frustrated that they lost to an inferior team. And so on the next morning as they came to practice, he uh, said to them, okay team, what we're going to do this morning is we're gonna go back to the basics. And he says, gentlemen, this is a football. Now why is it that a man would speak to professional athletes like that who seem to know the game that they were playing and the ball that they were playing with. The reason is that they had gotten away from the basics or they had gotten away from the fundamentals of blocking and tackling. But they had not won a championship yet. And so they had gotten away from the basic. They had gotten away from the uh, fundamental. And so uh, what I believe that as we move into 2019, that this is an opportunity for us to have a supernatural year. I believe that that's what God's desire is for you, for your family, for our church and our community, for us to be such an impact in, in, in ministry in the workplace, for us to be an impact wherever we are. 
that uh, we recognize that we are carriers of light and those that are walking in darkness are really looking for it. We are carriers of peace and those who are in turmoil are looking for that peace. And so I believe that this could be a supernatural year and uh, so it's going to be very, very important then that as we come to the end of this year that we even go in the beginning of this next year and we began to focus back on the basics. And um, when, I, when I talk about that, I, I want you to focus on why the basics are so important because the basics are the priority. They're our priorities. And you know what? Sometimes you can be in the game so long that you take some of the fundamentals for granted. Sometimes you can be saved for so long that some of the fundamentals and the basics of being a Christ follower that we uh, don't necessarily focus on them. We just kind of go out of our own experience. And so how many of you know that God doesn't expect you to experience everything? He's given us the, 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 uh, the, his spirit because some experiences will kill you. And so God doesn't want you to experience anything. He wants us to be led by his what? By his spirit. And so let's take a look at this this morning because... Uh, when we talk about priority, when we talk about uh, focusing um, on uh, this new year, uh, Matthew 6.33, it says that seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added to you. And so there are times that we focus on the things we want added, but the Bible tells us that there is a priority. And the priority is that we seek first the kingdom Seek first the kingdom. And so when I hear first things first, what it refers to and brings to my uh, mind is priority. Priority. And priority is that which is of most importance because those things that we value the most, we tend to make them a priority. And so in order for us to do that, to make, to seek first the kingdom of God or the, uh, God's word, God's kingdom becomes our priority for us to do that, that we've got to really be honest with ourselves. And when I speak of being honest with ourselves, what I'm really saying here is that we have to come to a place where we're willing to value God and value his kingdom more than anything else in our lives. The Bible says in John 10, 27, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and a stranger they will not follow. So notice this, we hear, he knows, we follow. And notice what we're following, we're following his voice. We're following what he has said. And so notice this, that in 2019, what's so critical, what's so important for, the, for uh, typically the things that we look at, when we, that we want to be added to our lives, the first things first are the priority is that the word of God has to be valued most in your life in 2019. The, the word of God, you've got to value that most in your life. And because we all live according to priorities and we will live our lives based on the thing that we value the most. Can we make those words bigger? So, so let's, let's take a look at this. Are you in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6? 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Uh, we're going to read that and we're going to read that together. And uh, I'm going to read it in the New King James Version because that's so important. And then I want to read it in the Message Bible. I want us to read it in the Message Bible. And I'm going to read it in the New King James Version first. So 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. 
Let's read it together now. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Now, isn't that interesting that uh, he says that uh, all things are lawful. It's not illegal, but it does not mean that it's helpful. All things are not illegal for you, but it does not mean. And so, and so he says that just because they are not legal, illegal, just because they are not illegal, it does not mean that I will be subjected to their power. Now, let's read it in the, new, in the Message Bible. Let's read it together. Now, just because something is technically legal doesn't mean that it's spiritually appropriate. Whoa, wait, wait a minute. See, you need to read that like you know it is the word of his power. Come on, let's read that one. Oh, I love that technically legal. Nothing's illegal. It's not illegal. You heard that a lot. Technically, that's not illegal. Technically. Let's read it at the top now. Just because something is technically legal doesn't mean that it's spiritually appropriate. If I went around doing whatever I thought I could get by with, I'd be a slave to So notice this. He says that if you only did what you thought you would get away with, then you would be led by your own whims or you'd be led by your own desires. You'll be led by your own urges or you'll be led by your own impulses. My God. If you don't set priorities, and that's why the word of God has to be a priority in your life. If you don't set priorities, then you'll become a slave to the whims. Uh, you're going to become slaves to your impulses, your urges. So that's why setting priorities have to be so critical. And I'll tell you uh, why that's important um, a little bit later on. But th let me just share something with you. I was thinking about that when I read this particular passage that says that if I don't set priorities then I will, uh, that I will be a slave to my whims or slave to my urges or slave to my impulses. That's what I've been over the last couple of weeks. Can I confess that to you? Um, that over the last couple of weeks, I've, I've been resting. I've been resting and, you know, I'll take a two-hour, three-hour nap in the middle of the day. And it's been really good. I feel so energized in my body. But also, because that was the desire, I was like, I'm, I'm tired. So, so the other day, I, just, I got in bed at 2.30, woke up at 5, felt good, and went back to bed again. But let me just say this to you. Because I've been an urge, I've been, I've been subjected, slave to my urges for the last several mornings. Like, for instance, two, to two, weeks, two days ago, I got up at 4.30 and got me a slice of pie. And, and that was at 4.30. And so I didn't get coffee at that time, so I got coffee at around 8 o'clock. And I had a piece of pie, a slice of pie, with my coffee at 8 o'clock. <laughs> that evening, before dinner was served, you know, it just, it, we, we were a little delayed. <laughs> I had a slice of pie. <laughs> I took a picture of the pie. And this morning when I got up, I only had one slice left. So I thought about if I cut it in half. <laughs> oh, 
So I recognized then that I was actually, uh, had not prioritized, had not developed the discipline. So as we go into 2019 with this time of faster prayer, how many of you know that I'm going to have to really beat my flesh up? So when we talk about priorities, uh, when we say that God is a priority, when we say the kingdom of God is a priority, seek ye first the kingdom, then we're saying that God's word has a level of importance in our lives. We value God's word in our lives. And we value it to a place where nothing else is more important in our lives than his word. Now, when we talk about valuing God's word, the Bible tells us in John chapter 5, verse 44, it says it like this. It says that, how can you believe who receive honor from one another and do not seek the honor that comes from the only God? And so look at this. It speaks of honor. And it says that there is an honor that only comes from God. And how do we seek the honor from someone else, from someone else, uh, and do not seek the honor that comes from God? And what what that's really referring to is that the word honor, it means weight. When we we look at the word honor, it's a powerful word because it means heavy. And it means to to carry a, a great weight. And so what it means when then, when we talk about to honor God, It means that you allow his word to carry more weight in your life than any other influence in your life. That's what it means. It means that the word of God is so heavy that I allow it to have more weight. So important that I allow it to have more weight in my life than anything else. And so the question then is, are you allowing God's word to weigh in the decisions that you make? We've got to allow the actions that we take and, and the words that we speak because how many of you know that it's easy to sing, uh, oh, I give you the glory. I honor you, God. You are to be worshiped. It's easy to sing those words, but does that carry weight that it becomes, his word becomes the final authority in our lives? And so we've got to decide that nothing carries more weight than God's word in my life. And so when I have to make a decision, there's nothing that carries more weight. And I'll give you an example. So if a bill is due, then and you've got a decision that you're going to, the person that's calling you is going to carry the weight or God's word is going to carry the weight. Mm. And, 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 and so when we look at that and we begin to reflect on it, then the word of God carries the weight. Then there's nothing else that's a greater consideration because that word is the priority. Now, 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30, I want you to take a look at that this morning. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. <clears throat> Come on, champions, let's read that together now. Therefore, the Lord God of Israel says, I said indeed that your house and the house of your father would walk before me forever. But now the Lord says, far be it from me for those who honor me Isn't that interesting? Notice this, that there are benefits to honoring God. There are benefits for his word having weight in our lives. God says that those who honor me, I will honor them. Oh, my God. Look at this. If honor means weight and you say, God, your, your, your word is so important in my life that when you speak it, that it is the it is more important than anything else. 
Then now, when you speak, God says, now I will honor you because you have honored me. My God. And so what we recognize then is that we're receiving the honor from God when we honor him. And, And what is that honor? The honor here is the blessing. The honor is the blessing. So God says that, hey, if you honor me, you value my words more than my word more than anything else. I'll honor you. Now the honor is the blessing. It's not the house. It's not the car. It's not the money. Those are the results of the blessing. But that's not the blessing. Let me give you an example. You know when you go outside and you see the, the trees moving, what you say is that the wind is blowing. But what you have seen is not the blowing of the wind. You have seen the results of the wind blowing. And so your car, your house, your money is the result of the blessing. And so what is the blessing? The blessing is an empowerment that God gives us. And God's, look at this. What it is is that when when, when we get the blessing, it's how God's ability becomes our, uh, he puts his ability on our ability. And then our ability becomes his ability. So notice this, he says that if you honor me, if my word is so valued and important in your life, then I will honor you. Get this. When God instructs you to do something and you honor him, then now when you honor him, he honors you. So when you pray, God says, oh, the word has to have weight and has to be important. And so now you've taken his word and you said, I honor you and you've taken that word. And then when you now speak and began to pray, then now what you are praying for, he moves all heaven to get it to you because he says that when you honor me, I honor you. And that's the blessing that comes with honor. So as we move into 2019, then it's so important then that we recognize that there are some things you're not going to have to struggle for. Mm. There's some things you're not going to have to work hard for. There are some things you're not going to have to sweat and toil for. Some things you're just going to say the word. And God's going to say, oh my God, I hear them. I know them. And now what you have said now becomes manifested. Look, the Bible says that not one of Samuel's words fell to the ground. Can you imagine that? That's the opportunity that we have for 2019. If he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, why? At the end of 2019, your testimony is not one of your words fell to the ground, but they accomplished what you said. It to do. See, that's faith. What is it? That's carrying weight in his word. That's saying, oh, if you said it, I believe it. And if you, if you said it and I believe it, then it's settled. That's done. And so, God, I'm going to return that back to you. And he says, look at my people of faith. They're saying the same thing I'm saying for the same reason that I'm saying. And so it is as if I've said it to myself. Look at this. Guys, you got it. Man, we're going to go into this year. We're going to see some stuff happening. Glory to God. Glory to God. It's time for uh, the acceleration of the power of God to be seen in our community, in our church. And God always used the remnant 
And he's looking for someone. And here we are. He says, oh, God, here we are. Here we are, God. Here I am, God. I'm available to you. I'm available. I'm available. And just because you don't understand it does not mean it's not true. But you say, I'm available. Look, uh, there's a word, eight words, ten words, depending on the translation. When God says something, you've got to say, let it be to me according to your word. You've got to say, yes, here am I. Because that is, see, I believe that God is preparing vessels of honor that will be so desireth and pure for him that when he speaks the word, it's kind of like this. If you, if you have electricity that flows through a conduit or a wire, as long as the wire is not malfunctioning, it's not cut, or a, a, a conductor uh, is removed, then now the power that's coming through will get ultimately to the end. So that's what he talks about, that vessel of honor. When God speaks something and wants to release power through you, that there can't be anything that really stops the flow of that power. I'll give you a perfect example. Let's just say that you, go, you have a water hose and you go to the hydrant and you, you, you screw it in, you turn the water on and you know that the water is coming out but you don't see it on the other end. Why? It's because there's a knot. Because the, the water is not flowing out based on the potential of the source. Look, I'm telling you, I know. If we make him, if you make him, his word, the priority, that we will see him confirming his word because you've honored him and he's going to honor you. We're going to see more miracles. We're going to see more signs. We're going to see more wonders. And you won't have to go and say, hey, let me tell you about Jesus. People will come to you. I believe that it will be the acceleration of the missions in the end times. See, and people say, well, why do we see more, more miracles in other countries? It's because most other countries believe in the supernatural. They believe in witch doctors. They believe in potions. They believe in the supernatural. So it's easy for them to receive the supernatural. But in our, in our country, I mean, we've heard about it, but we haven't seen it. But 2019 is a different story. It's a different story. It's a different story in 2019. It's a different story. And so I, I, I'm saying to you then that if God's word carry weight in our life and you carry them out, when we pray, our words will carry weight in heaven and God will carry them out. Let me say that again. Mm. When God's word carries weight in your life, and you carry those words out when you pray. Your words will carry weight in heaven and God will carry those words out. He says, you honor me, I'll honor you.